The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. It's Pharrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. The bad seed, the broken head, the bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad actors, bad taste, bad life, bad do, bad breath, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrella Palacio right across the river and through the woods from her. Granny likes her gummy bears with her whiskey and rye. She loves a little whiskey with a little ginger, a little whiskey, and ginger with a little shot of in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion shake it up, should do. But all my friends that come around, flights of flights, a party up, rats on the west side, bedbugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter. My brain's splattered all over Manhattan, should it be shake it up? All right, Pharrell with you, and uh, Carver High with me tonight. And uh, we got a million things going on, uh, so uh, we're going to deal with it accordingly. Uh, as usual, Carver High, some technical difficulties. <laughs> you sound really excited about it. I'm just trying to get everything going here. We're in good shape right now. We are on. We are ready to rock all of that. We're going to have some video going shortly. We'll get everybody up and rocking on the YouTube soon. Everything's going good, Scotty. No, it isn't. I love how you're so positive and friendly and happy and everything's under control, but it's not. Uh, your brave face is, I mean, you should sell used cars. Honestly, you got that whole thing going. Like, you could sell a used car to anybody right now. You could, like, convince people to do anything. Jump off a bridge. I mean, here, you know what I mean? It's just, I think it's just really a situation where you're just too nice. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood... 
We bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hi, for ornament. So uh, the guy with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. Uh, we have a million things we're going to do tonight. Carver High, can you tell me about your... Uh, I like that guy, Sean Hyken. Is that his name? Sean Hyken? Yes, we've had him before. He does NBA for Bleacher Report. He's in the Portland area, does a lot of stuff with the Blazers too. So always good to have Sean on the show. Second hour. Second hour, Sean. Sean Hyken. And uh, he's with Bleacher Report. So we'll talk to him in the second hour. That's going to be... Um... That's going to be good because uh, there's a lot going on, certainly, uh, with the NBA. That's for sure. Did you like the um, video I sent you of Messi where he, not the penalty kick goal, which was number 700, not that, which was, you know, easy pickings for him, right? I'm talking about that move in the corner that I sent you, the one where he plopped the ball over the guy, the defender slid in to stop him. And then he flicked the ball over the guy, and then he jumped over his legs and carried on, uh, young son, uh, to the box and and to try to score. Like, did you see that move? Like, all in one motion, sliding, flicking the ball over the defender, and then jumping over the defender himself, and then picking up his uh, handle and dribble in one swift, sickening motion. Did you see that? I did see that. It was an unbelievable move by him. Incredible stuff. I told you, I like the scorcher from Ronaldo a little bit better, but you were right. That little move in the corner right there by Messi yesterday, that was incredible for his 700. Are you surprised that he can do that at uh, you know this point of his career, at his age, that he's still got, like seriously, those kind of moves in his bag? I mean, I know he's always had those kind of tricks, but... Like at some point, you know, what would you say the window is uh, from 18 until 30, right? Is that is that the window of a, of a career, like, let's say, world-class, I mean, World Cup, Premier League, La Liga, absolute, you know, top-shelf athlete? What is their window of success? I mean, for, for those guys, I would have to say you know, early, early twenties to mid thirties, right? I mean, how, how old is he now? He's 33, 34. Yeah. He's right in that area. Yeah. Right. And you figure the peak was in that 23 to 29 range right there. And they're still getting it done. Like forget peak. I mean, these guys are still at the top of the line. So uh, it's pretty crazy to see how good these guys still are and the longevity that both of them have had in that sport. It's pretty crazy. But would you say, would you say the window, like, you know, cause like I've seen these kids, right? I've seen uh, players like the other day uh, I was watching a game and uh, I don't remember who it was, but uh, they called up, uh, they brought up an 18 year old and, and put him into the lineup and it was a premier league game. And it was a, you know, it was a huge game, huge uh, moment, no questions asked. 
and they put this 18-year-old kid in there. And I was thinking to myself, and he looked so young and so scared. Like, you know, when he got out there, like they put him in and like, whatever, the 70th minute or something, right? They put him in there and he was 18 years old. And I, I thought to myself at that time, like, do they really start him? Do they start playing at the highest level in the world at 18? Or is it yes. more like 21? <laughs> no, it's, if you're that good and you're at that top level, if you're a Messi, if you're a Ronaldo, if you're a Pulisic, if you're one of these guys, um, yeah, 18, 19, 20. I mean, no different than a, uh, uh, NBA, I mean, no different than when LeBron started playing or NHL, Connor McDavid and Crosby. I mean, it's no different. The phenoms all get in the mix at the 18, 19 year old age. That's just what it is. And when do you think they uh, burn out? Like they wash out and turn into like, because Wayne Rooney was the same way, right? He was 18 and yep. he came in and started scoring goals immediately. And everyone knew that he had just massive amounts of skill dripping in his veins, right? And his loins. And the guy went out and just destroyed everyone in the Premier League. And then when he got old, let's face facts, they shipped him over here to the MLS. He hated that, went back to the champions, is playing there. I'm sure he's a lot happier playing there in the second tier than he was in the in the garbage MLS. But that's yeah. really when they put these horses out to pasture, isn't it? 35? Yeah, and and really Wayne Rooney's window was a little bit smaller. You know, he started obviously very young at Everton, but um, you know, he did not have the the longevity at the higher levels like Ronaldo and Messi have had. Uh, you know, his was a little bit shorter. Um, am I going to say that he didn't maybe take care of himself as well as Messi and Ronaldo? I mean, uh, he I don't think he's at their level, you know, talent-wise. He's like the next level, I would say, but he didn't take great care of himself either off the field. Uh, so that can attribute to it as well. But his window was definitely a little bit shorter than those guys because by, you know, 31, 32 is when, you know, he was kind of at the decline and being done. Right. So uh, going back to Messi and let's say uh, Ronaldo, who you know that um, I like, but uh, I'm pretty sure you don't like him, right? And so um, – I don't think you can deny his brilliance. I don't. Oh, of think course not. He's the greatest player. He was possibly the greatest player of all time. I mean, I, I don't never denied his greatness and how good of a player he is. What bothered me always about Messi and Ronaldo is that they won all the time. And I was tired of it. And they both played in that dopey La Liga for so long. You know, the two of them with Barcelona and Real Madrid, where basically it was those two teams and everybody else was awful. And they had free passes to the Champions League every single year. Uh, I get it. The Classico is great. When they played each other, it was unbelievable. But that league is garbage, in my opinion, compared to the Premier League. Uh, you know, that's just the way that I look at it. So I never liked all the credit that these guys got that, you know, they beat up on that La Liga and then they show up for the Champions League. And sure enough, you know, that's it. It's the red carpet for them. That bothered me about those two guys. Right. Fair enough. So do you but it wasn't so it was more about that than it was the uh, money and the fame and the good looks and all the women and all all the money. It wasn't about that. No, all these guys have that. I mean, any oh, anybody in any of these leagues around the world has that. Uh, Not like league, them. Not no, like that. He, he's got a billion levels. dollars. They're on. They're on other levels. You're not. You're, you are right about that. I mean, the yachts and the girls all over the yachts. Right. They got all that stuff cooking over there on the Riviera. <laughs> That's what I want. I want a yacht, and I want 
A lot of hoes. Can you say that on the radio? I want yacht hoes. <laughs> is that like a is that like a taco or something at the restaurant? I want some yacht hoes. Can I can I get a yacht like Jerry Jones and have a bunch of hotties chasing me around on the Riviera? That sounds like a plan. So anyway, going back to uh, the players themselves, right? So the other day he had 700 and he had that sick move in the corner, right? And then uh, Ronaldo had the screamer from what, 30, 25 yards out. I mean, that was just an absolute uh, scorcher, screamer, whatever you want to call it, laser he came running in and just blasted that shot into the right corner, uh, just like a hundred mile an hour blast. And when you saw that, at, what is he? Is he the same age, like 34, right? Uh, They're both in saw, that same area, yeah. When you saw that and you saw these two guys performing at that level, at that age, is that not, I mean, I mean, total dominance and world-class, like still schooling people like just absolutely michael jordan stuff like schooling people breaking ankles humiliating people rubbing it in their face like with moves that are just sickening like an 18 year old would make uh, are you stunned at them still performing at that level at that age like because to me at 32 you said rooney was washed at 33 or 34 uh, beckham was washed right i mean yep. ibrahimovic is is washed up like he can go play over in italy and even in the mls he dominated but if he were in the premier league right now he would be considered old and washed am i wrong right you are correct Okay, so when you see these two, they look about as far removed from being washed as anyone I've ever seen in my life. Those two guys yeah, they, are still They look nowhere the near washed. They look like they are still at the absolute top of their games, even at their age. That is absolutely crazy. I've noticed uh, that the video is back, and I want to uh, come back and discuss at great length, possibly ad nauseum, and how fantastic I look. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, right, for on the bench. So, uh, I just uh, spoke with uh, Joe Ranieri, of course, very important person. And uh, Joe was just playing uh, with um, his little rubber ducky in the shower. 
And I know you thought I was going to say something else, Carver High, but uh, I just had to admit it. I just finally had to tell everyone that Joe was playing with his rubber ducky. And it's, okay. uh, it's a little late night bath for Joe. Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just a little revealing. It's just, it, you know, I know it's embarrassing for him to admit that he still uh, plays with, you know, water toys in the. Uh, do you remember the show I did? Do you remember the uh, podcast I did with the uh, guy that had uh, he had 15 inflatable dolls that he was uh, in love with? Do you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do remember that one. Yes. So let, let's just be clear to the audience. So I'm, I love being a horrible person and being mean and being, uh, making fun of people. And I am a professional creep when it comes to that. Like Carver, I'll tell you when we go to the airport, like how many times have you been with me in the airport? We're all like call out like a celebrity's name when someone kind of looks like them. And we're walking through the airport, and I'll be like, look, it's Bob Knight. And there's some guy, you know, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, look, it's Marv Albert. And then you'll laugh because I'm always, like, making fun of people, right? No matter where we go, I'm always making fun of people. So this guy, this kid, was he had, like, this sickness. I don't even know how to describe it. The guy was actually completely, utterly, 100% pure in love, completely head over heels in love with aquatic inflatables the guy fell in love with pool toys you know the ones you blow up you know with your mouth you're like blowing you're there getting a headache blowing up the pool toy for little olivia hold on i'll be right with you honey you're blowing it up and then you get like a head rush it's like freeze brain and then uh, then the guy was sleeping with him, having sex with him, having dinner with him. I'm watching this freak. He's having dinner with a, 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 a inflatable swan. <laughs> and I'm like, what's happening here? And what was even better was that the guy would literally go shopping at the grocery store and he would buy dinner for the inflatable. Like he'd make enough for two. So he'd buy, he'd have enough potato. He'd have a baked potato. He'd have a pork chops. He'd have applesauce, pork chops and applesauce. So he, uh, he fed the inflatable the same dinner he was eating. He's like, how do you like the um, pork chops tonight? They're Chucky. <laughs> and then the, they'd, they'd show the inflatable. <laughs> it was just sitting there. And then I was like, I turned it into a, uh, an entire radio show. Do you remember? Do you remember? And then Carver High goes, he said to Mafia, at one point I was walking by the studio and he said, there's something wrong with him, man. Like he's talking about like inflatables for four hours. He's making fun of some poor kid with a, he's got like a disease and he's, we're all just making fun of him and just has no mercy to sweep the leg. He just vindictive, mean, spirited just black coal heart has no just no feelings of pain for the kid he just wants to rub it in his face yeah that was the night that i knew that was the night right there when that happened that's when i felt like i was walking down a road that i was not sure i was going to be able to come back from when you were doing that that night for four hours uh, i started to question what what I was all about and what I was doing there. That's for sure. 
So you went from Mike Fatsessa to Pharrell making fun of some poor kid with an inflatable infatuation sexually with pool toys. What is happening in there, Carver High? What is happening in your uh, bunker? What just happened? I'm having, I had my own issues here just now. What <laughs> just tipped over? Uh, my entire, my, my entire mic stand. That was, that was pretty good. Jesus. What was that about? I don't know. You're the only one who heard it. So <laughs> I heard it. I know you anyway, heard it. I, you're the it only sounded one. Who heard like, it. it sounded like a car drove through the, the wall. Like who was oh, that? No. that uh, who did that recently? Didn't I make fun of somebody recently that drove the car through the, Oh, it was uh bill Hillgrove. Bill Hillgrove. <laughs> How great was that? The guy was so hammered that he drove his car through the grocery store and he got out. He went right through the window. Then he got out and he allegedly got out of the car, went into the store, like through the, he walked through the, like the, he had knocked the wall down. So he got out of his car and he walked right through it. Like he was in a coma. Like he was in some kind of a, what do they sleepwalk? You know, and the guy, you know when they show the guy sleepwalking and he's just like cruising around doing things and people are like, bro, he's completely sleeping. <laughs> and the guy's out like mowing his yard. He's out cold sleeping. He's drinking a, a bottle of tequila. He's smoking a cigarette. He's mowing the yard. It's four in the morning and he's sleeping. He's out cold. The guy has no concept he's doing it, right? So your boy Bill got out of the car and I, and, and let me preface this by saying I like the guy a lot. I've liked him my whole life. I've known him my whole life. I've known the guy my whole life. So I'm just being a jerk here as usual because I am a jerk. And the guy got out of the car and he this is this stuff's too epic to like not talk about. If I blow this off, it's it, it's against my values in life forever. The guy got out of the car drunk. He blew a two. So he blew double the limit, right? So he got out of the car, walked into the store, and he went to fill his prescription at the pharmacy. And then he got back in his car, drove home. They said he drove through the parking lot like there's carts underneath his car. There's glass, sharp people, children, baby carts. He's driving over all of it. And he drives up the street. And he's like driving up the sidewalk. He's like not even on the road, <laughs> driving up Cochran Road in Pittsburgh. And he, he pulls into his driveway and goes in the kitchen and cracks a cold schlitz. And he's just talking to his wife, going through the mail. And he, the police show up at his house. They arrest him. He's, he blew a double. And, and he said to the guy, uh, the cop, he said, the kid at the store told me it happens all the time. Yeah, it's just every day that you see some guy drive his uh, Cadillac Eldorado (laughs) through the front door of the store. And, uh, you know, is that not another example of the the continuation of our conversation on Coast to Coast that never ends, the gift that keeps on giving? It's the 80-year-old hex of broadcasters, is it not? Every guy that's over 75 years old, I'm going to put the number at 75. When you're over 75 and you're still broadcasting, and I'm going to be as horrible a person as I can say this right now. 
if you're over 75 years old, and this is just full on uh, age discrimination here, uh, Carver High, can I make that clear from the beginning? Oh, you're making it very clear. Very clear. So when you're over 75 years old and you're still broadcasting and you're doing play by play, you're the voice of the team, you're, you know, doing Steelers, you're doing Raiders, you're doing uh, New York radio, you're doing, uh, you know, NBA and you're, you know, NFL and NHL and you're like 80. The odds of you driving your Cadillac Eldorado through the grocery store door and still getting out of your car and going to the pharmacy and filling your script and then going home to your wife and, and having a schlitz and going through the mail as the police come to arrest you, the odds are strong. I mean, literally six to five odds that it could happen, that it could be you. Did I not say today, was it today or yesterday? I was like, bro, at 65, I'll be living in the Caribbean. I'll be a pot dealer. I'll be like selling coke to kids or something or sleeping with three chicks at once. Why Why would I, who wants to do this till they're 80? Listen, I guess it's because I've done it for 35 years, right? So I've been doing it forever. I started when I was 18 doing this. People can laugh all they want. I mean, you could think I'm full of it, whatever you want. I started doing this at 18. I was doing the Bob Knight show at 18 years old. I was doing radio 60 hours a week when I was 18, 19 years old. Literally 60 hours a week. I was on the air on a real station, not some college station, you know, where they play alternative music and act cool. And, you know, they're, they're on the campus radio station. Fair enough. Those are great gigs. I don't, bemoan anyone that does it. I think everyone should do it, right? I just wanted you to uh, be aware of, I'm talking about getting paid to do it. I was getting a paycheck, a salary to perform at, at mornings, afternoons, and weekends, and doing all these shows, and doing play-by-play -play soccer, NCAA, three championships I did, and then uh, basketball, covered the Hoosiers, did it all, right? And then here I am, 35 years later, is that not about right? I mean, you do the math, Carver High. I started in 83, okay? So in 83, I started doing this. And what is it now, 2020? Is that not like, that's even longer. I can't even keep track of it. Carver High doesn't care about my story. I just wanted to let everyone know that he's like, 30 seconds, hurry up. Like, I, I've heard this story 25 we're a, times. We're running a radio program here, all right? We got... Just he's like, get a go to break. No one cares about your career. Listen, I think it's funny uh, that I don't want to do it much longer. I do like doing it. So if you squeeze 70 out of me, that'd be a miracle. But if I'm 80 driving an Eldorado through the store, it's a problem. All right, Pharrell on a bench, 844-843-6879 uh, is the number uh, to call in, 844-843-6879. So, uh, Carver High, would you argue with me about that uh, resolution? In other words, do you believe that 
in some capacity or another that I'm crazy to say all these guys that are doing these shows or these gigs and these play-by-play jobs and TV jobs and and whatever. Like, I'm not even trying to be mean right now. I'm not even trying to, like, I'm not out to get anybody. I'm not, like, when have you ever seen me, like, uh, be the guy that goes on the air talking bad about other uh, hosts and and shows and talent? Do I ever do that? You never say anything bad about anybody. I really don't. I I just, I'm not into that hustle, right? I don't, I want everyone to have a job, right? I really do. But I gotta, I gotta tell you, like at some point, (laughs) at some point, you just have to, you know, go stud. (laughs) I mean, don't you, I mean, at some point, don't you just have to go stud and like, you know, pasture, go make little ponies. At some point, are you done racing and they, and they put you out into the, you know, into Lexington, into the farm and and they put you out in the grass and let you eat the long grass and they give you a really big uh, bowl of wheat (laughs) for dinner and you go afterwards and make love to other, uh, you know, uh, horses and you just make babies at some point, don't you just stop doing all the play by play and TV job? Does at some point, does your narcissism finally end? Cause you, like, at what point do you think that like people want to listen to 80 year olds do anything like on in, in, you know, seriously on the game, in the game, on the air or anything. Do you really like, can you imagine anything worse in the world Carver, than listening to me? It's already bad enough. Listen, I am grading. I am painful. I am irritating, a show-off, verbose, acerbic, acidic. I'm everything. They've called me every name in a book. Do you really want to listen to me when I'm 80 years old and I'm a curmudgeon and I'm a complete, absolute, nasty front porch, get off my lawn, SOB? Is that what you want? 80 years old. I guarantee you, you won't even know me then. You'll be like, if, I, if I'm lucky enough not to drop dead of a heart attack or whatever, if I'm 80 years old and I live to be 80, you won't even speak to me. You'll be yeah, like, yeah. you won't even send me a Christmas card. You'll be like, oh yeah, my God, I'm so free of that painful mother Pharreller. It's pretty, it's debatable. I mean, we'll see where we're yet when we cross that bridge. We'll see if you're still getting the Christmas cards or not. Um, for me, it just, it just kind of just comes down to, can you still do it? Okay. I, I know that people want to do it uh, when they're 70, 75, 80, 85, uh, 88, uh, whatever it is. Now, here's the thing. I personally feel that there's a lot of them still doing it. And we're not going to name names, of course. There's a lot of them still doing it that yes, they, do not, they do not, they do not have the fastball anymore as in they're 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 not providing you with the same type of uh experience that they were providing you in their prime uh they're just not so those people um i think should uh start to think about uh maybe putting the mic down you know or putting the headphones down for a little while there are some people that do need to do that uh, if you still have, if you're still sharp and you still got your A game and you're still, you know, if you're a play-by-play guy and you still are on top of everything, whether your game is baseball or basketball and you know everything that's going on at all times, uh, sure, go ahead, keep going. But when you start to um, make the broadcast uh, not good anymore because you are making mistakes or you are seeing things that are not there or you are doing, that's when I think you need to uh, shut it down. Just is that down. the uh, and then uh, I already know I read you like a book, 
You know, I know who you're talking about. Like, can, you want to well, play guessing games? Well, no, no, we're not going to play I guessing do. games because. But I, I will do. tell you that I just merged. There's there's four people, and I know that you know who they are. There's four or five people that I consistently talk to you about that I'm like, just enough. Like, we got to shut it down here. Just please stop doing it. And I, I know that you know who the who the three to five people are that I constantly bring up to you. Like, just right. enough, man. Um, so you got an idea, but I mixed kind of all those people into that conversation, that statement that I just made there about them. Yeah. So, yeah. And you really want me to refrain from being mean tonight and like naming names. Yeah. We don't need to name names. Uh, we don't, we don't need to do that. Doesn't it make um, it better if you just really get uh, into you know, people in the grave? Money in the grave. We don't need to name names. Money in the grave. <laughs> I can't take it. Like, do you think that, uh, and I know the story's like burning out or whatever, but do you think the guy, uh, like, are you serious? They're going to let him keep calling uh, Steeler games <laughs> after he drives through a grocery store blowing double? You can't possibly tell me he's going to get off on that and keep calling games. No problem. Like no one has the stones in the pit or the Steelers, you know, he does pit Panther and Steelers. I mean, at some point, like, uh, you know, and I think the guy's had a brilliant career. Don't do not get me wrong. I think he's a great guy and a brilliant career and everybody has their issues. I don't deny that at all. People drink and people get drunk and people drink and drive and people smoke and then people do drugs. People cheat on their wives. People cheat on their husbands. It all happens, right? People rob banks. I don't know what to tell you, but I do know that at some level, you have to, as the business proprietor, you have to call a shot as the owner or whatever and just say, I'm not having this guy do this anymore on my time. I'm not having the guy that blows the double and drives through the grocery store, gets out, fills his script, goes home, looking through the mail when the police arrest him. And he says, uh, the guy at the store told me, don't even worry about it. It happens all the time. That guy can't be calling my games anymore, can he? Like at some point, don't you just say, it's over. Thank you. You've yeah. done a great <laughs> Over. This one's the end of the line. You're done here. Thank you. And, and, and this seems like the perfect type of scenario where you can say, here's a good reason to maybe uh, go in another direction. You know, we've got a little bit of an opening here. Why don't we, you know, we, we like Bill. Uh, you know, he's been with us for a long time. We like Bill, but uh, maybe he is getting a little bit older and people would be upset if we just flat out got rid of Bill. But then, hey, you know what? Bill just did this. So we wouldn't look as bad now if we decided, hey, let's send Bill out because of what this little incident that he just was involved in. And what do you think should happen? Do you think he should be done? I don't know. I mean, people make oh, mistakes. I mean, you are unbelievable. You are, you are truly unbelievable. Well, I I, you, have really, you, really, you have gone to such an absolute wuss level with me right now. I mean, the next uh, if I go into the next one, you're going to lose your temper if I start talking about what we dealt with at, at, on the radio network every day. I had this old boss tell me, he used to say to me, he said, well, nobody said anything. Well, he's known for years. For years, there's been a hundred people complain about the guy, and for years, the guy knew it was happening. And he says to me, "No one ever said anything." And I'm like, "Dude, you're so full of shack. Like, you know, you, the problem is you don't have any stones. 
I go, you're an absolute P. That's what your problem is. You let this dude walk all over you because you're a B. That's your problem. You know what? If some dude's doing something bad or illegal or hurting others or doing something damaging to everyone around them, do you not, as the boss, finally, the owner, the boss, the man, do you not just shut it, the Pharrell down? Like, I'm just not having it. Like, if I were running it, I would have whacked the guy five years before that, 10 years before that. I'm like, this is happening. Like, it's the same thing as your boy. You remember your boy that got busted? They finally caught up with his BS, and they weren't going to get rid of him either. I mean, uh, and you know what I'm talking about, sleeping with chicks back in the, you know, the guy's sleeping with every chick in the building, and he's doing it at work. Like, finally, they're like, oh, you know what? I think we should probably fire him. Gee, you think? My God, what do you got to do <laughs> to get fired anymore? Some, he he no, had some, under, I don't he had some I, underlying issues. Oh, uh, whatever. Here's the deal. The one sure. guy that I'm talking about is, should have been fired 20 about. years ago. 20 I don't years ago. I agree with you, believe me. And the guy tells me, he goes, no one ever said anything. I go, what? I go, dude, you're such a B. Right on the phone, I told the most powerful man in New York radio, I go, you're such a B, dude. You're such a B. You're such a wussy. I go, everyone wants him dead. And you don't have the stones to do it. He still hasn't done it. And then uh, I got this other kid. Uh, I, I'm at work. I'm at work one night, and I hear this kid working it in the other room, and I'm like, "What's happening here? What's happening here? I'm trying. I'm just coming to work. I got something going on in the other room. Everybody's naked at work. He was between apartments. Yeah, he, he was between apartments. He needed somewhere to go. <laughs> and then I got the guy. I got the guy drives through the store. And then, uh, were you with me? How about the day you were with me when we met the 80-year-old in Las Vegas? And that guy, when he met me, his literally his whole... (laughs) I'll never forget that. Because his little nephew is such a P. (laughs) Inject all the bad words you can that start with P. What an absolute P this guy is, right? And and, And I never said anything, right? I just looked at the guy and go... It's really nice to meet you. And this guy gives me the dead salmon hand, right? The cold fish hand. Did you see that guy's face change when he figured out who I was? Because he knew that he's trying to defend his absolute pea nephew, who is a lying piece of shack. And I wanted to beat his ass like no one's business. I still do. If I ever see that guy, I'm going to smack him in the face. Liar. Meanwhile, his old geezer uncle is like in charge of Las Vegas, right? And I'm like, dude, you're a, yeah, I go, you phony ass old creature, whatever you are, you bag, whatever you are. I don't know what you are, but you're a bag. Carver High, is there anything else bad you want me to say about anybody tonight? Because I'm, you know, I, I want to oh, cut. We're only in. Like, I don't want to just eat three pieces of pizza. I want to eat the whole G damn pizza. I don't want to just leave anyone out. What about your Yankee broadcasters? How's that going for you? You like that? All senior citizens home? The, 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 what is that? The senior citizen review? I mean, what are they? 80, 90? I have, I have said to you in the past, it could be time for a change. I have said that to you. I think those two have ever had an affair. 
<laughs> now, now, you're going now, now. <laughs> now, now. Hey, and the one, the woman hates my guts because I just, I just come right out with it and say it. Do you know the amount of abuse I used to give her and anyone else in my way when I worked on that station? When I was on the fan in New York, and then when I was on Howard Stern, the abuse that I gave them, like, was just unequaled. Like, unequaled. Like, the greatest abuse you've ever heard in your life. It was so good. Then when I went back to work there, and I worked at the Vatican Network, I had to be a complete wuss and be nice and be all family and rated G and Christian and everything else. Oh my God. Let me just say now tonight here on the air, I was lying through my teeth the entire time I was there. Man, did I pull the wool over all of your eyes. Somebody trying to kill like 90% of the people there. And then the other 10, I just wanted to beat their ass. Does that cover like, you know, Carver Hyde, the basis of it, just about everybody there? Does that cover everybody? I, I think that you've gotten to everybody, and we can probably move on to, you know, something else uh, soon. Well, we got a lot of NBA to talk in the second hour. I know that's going to consume a lot of the show. You know what they told us? They said, you know about your new radio show? You can talk anything you want. So, uh, Carver High, how do you think I'm doing in terms of the uh, overall bouncy uh, problem I've had uh, doing all the shows, coast to coast and for all on the bench, in terms of bouncing? I got to tell you, I mean, I got so much stuff going on between both of these shows. It's hard for me to know how much you're bouncing around. I I mean, I obviously can see uh, sometimes here, but, like, I got a lot of things in front of me when we're doing the radio show. I'm trying to keep my eye on you, but – I notice it a little bit more during coast to coast, obviously, but because I'm always looking directly at you waiting, you know, to give you something or going back and forth with you. So I notice it a little bit more there, but you on the radio show. I don't notice it much because there's so much happening at one time. How do you like, you, the, I think you're doing good. How do you like the, well, the thing is they gave me this tripod. Now I know that when I say this, they're going to get all worked up, but I don't, I don't care. Here's the deal. It doesn't matter if I have it on the cabinet or the tripod. I have, it's like I have this like expensive plush fat ass carpet, right? That the the room is on like padded carpet. It's like badass expensive carpet. It's not like shag uh, 70s carpet. This is like really nice expensive carpet. It's very puffy and it's very uh, padded, right? So everything's sitting on top of that. So it doesn't matter if it's a tripod or if it's the cabinet or the laptop, where it is with the cameras and everything else that are set up. It doesn't matter. It's if I move it all, if I move at all, if I go up and down and bounce, then the camera shakes and the, and the microphone shakes. Do you want me to show you? <laughs> or not particularly. That's a no. So don't move. So what they want me to do, actually, when I do this show, is they want me to. <laughs> they just want me to sit and don't move at all. They're like, dude, don't move. And I'm like, okay. I said, what about when we do the radio show and uh, they film it? But isn't it a radio show? No one on the radio can see me. They can only see me uh, taping the radio show. They're like, don't move. (laughs) So now I never move. I'm practicing it while I sleep too.